I still don't really know exactly who did it or what to do. I can't even believe I'm talking about it. That's pretty amazing, and I can't believe you've actually kept that to yourself. I have kept it to myself for that long for a very good reason, because I was trying to think, maybe I should just bottle this up, bury it deep down, and tell no one about it. And then, unfortunately, I opened my mouth, and now it's like a floodgate. The floodgates are coming out. I'm going to have to explain it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. And as you know, if you listen to yesterday's episode, that's our new intro music. That is what and we're we working on now. Like we're, I know we're going to work with like our timing. Still dialing it in, we're but it's dialing just dialing it in. It's the first time. It's so much fun, and we love that new intro music. And that's from uh, Mike Kirkendall. It's just time to change it up a little bit. We commissioned him. He, it was so great that he was willing to do it. And uh, that is what our new I mean, intro is. He's a be, busy so. man. I know. <laughs> yeah. we're very excited when you yeah. decided to. So just changing up the the intro a little bit. I do want to remind everybody though, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link at the top of the page and sign up for uh, not one but two free audiobooks. Two free audiobooks. Oh. I am on another Stephen King one. I'm on my Stephen King kick. So am I. Stop. Now, That's weird. What what, uh, what are you reading? I'm going to Rose Matters right now. Wait, Rose Matter or Rose Matters? Now I'm now I'm confused. I think it's myself. Rose Matter. Rose Matter. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Rose mm-hmm. Matter. Yeah, it's um this audiobook is done differently than all the other ones in that they have two different uh two different people reading it, two different voiceover artists. So it's it's kind of strange. You go like back and forth and they have music mixed in. Huh. which I'm not quite used to. That always throws me off a little bit. It threw me off a little mm-hmm. bit. Now I'm getting used to it. Uh, but yeah, it threw me off just a little bit. But the story is really good. It's So far, it's very good. And I'm only at the very beginning of it. Okay. Yeah, I'm liking it so far. I'm listening to a Stephen King book too. That I think I talked about it, Under the Dome. It's oh, yeah. weird mm-hmm. so yeah. far. You're going to be listening to that for like three months. I feel like I've we been listening just, to it for like a week and it still has 30 hours left. We should just check back in like a month from now yeah. and get an update because otherwise that's what it's going to be every time because you're that is a, such I mean, a long book. How could it possibly be that long? It's a very long. It's yeah. a very long novel. I mean, think about The Stand is probably that long. This is true. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. By it's the way, disturbing. you'd like uh, Sarah or I to read your audiobook, please uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. We would always love to do that. Um, like Cemetery Dance Publications. Speaking of Stephen King, yeah. Yes. All right. Let's, uh, let's get... Man, I can't even, even believe I brought this up. Because now that you I did... To, it's your responsibility. <laughs> okay. I thought about bringing this up at the listener party, and then I was like, no, I don't want to do it there. And I've... This is a true story. And this is right before we went on air. I finally revealed something to Sarah that it happened about a month and a half ago that I have kept... Secret, and I know we don't really keep much secret on this show, but this was one where I was like, it made me so mad that I didn't even want to talk about it on the air. So you're very weird about that stuff. Like when something actually really does get to you, you can keep it like completely hidden. Yes. Oh, I can keep secrets. Bury it, bury it deep down. Let it fester and just never talk about it. So here's what happened. Um, You know, I uh, I I drove downtown. You know, I drive downtown for for digital trends. That's where I work there. Come here. I go back and forth. Blah, blah, blah. And the other, well, about a month and a half ago. Uh, it's really been that long. It has, yeah. Wow. 100%. Yeah, I would say it was probably end of September, maybe beginning of October. So, yeah, it's been it's been quite a while. Definitely before Halloween. And I, uh, so I was driving home. I went to the grocery store. No big deal. I got out and I walked up and I'm walking behind my truck and I noticed Something stuck to the back of my bumper, and I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't put stickers on my car. I don't have stickers on my bumper or anything like that. So I'm like, what? Not even like alone, like I believe in Bigfoot or anything. No, I don't think I have anything on there. Okay. No, I don't have anything on there. 
Uh, so I, so I, well, because always, you know, if you're ever going to go on the lamb, you want to make sure that you don't have any identifying marks on there. It's so you have true. to think about that. Somebody has been on the lamb with your truck before. Right. Somebody, it may so, have been easier, even easier to find if it did have a sticker. Probably would have been good if I had a sticker at that point. Well, this is not a sticker that I wanted. So I walked up, I walk up to the back of my truck and I'm like, what is that? And I get a little bit closer and I take a look at it and it's a drawing of a penis and it <laughs> says you park like a dick. And that is what was on the back of my truck. It was about like a five-inch square. I mean, it was big. Where were you parked? Were you in like a parking garage? Were you outside? Okay. When I found it, I was street parking in front of a Safeway. And there was nobody around me. There's no way somebody could accuse me of parking like a dick right there. Like that. There's just nobody. There was nobody by me. I didn't like run up and like box somebody in. There was plenty of street parking. So... I'm looking at this and I just get so mad. I'm like, and I look around and I'm looking around like, who did it? Who did it? And I'm when like, when you get that mad, it seems like you have no control over your body. Like just sitting there, like, oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, it doesn't so, even have to be necessarily then, right? No, I don't think it was then. I don't think it was then. So there's a few problems with this. One, you're right. I don't think it was then. So I don't know how long it had been back there. Like because I don't really look at the back of my like truck. Like when Ryan changed out our license plate. When holders. Ryan did that, yeah. yes. So I don't know how long it was there, but then I so I I'm going driving home, and then I have to now that I know it's there. I'm like, how long have I been driving? And everybody right behind me has been seeing this, and they pull up behind me and they see that picture of a penis, a very bulbous penis. <laughs> On the back of my car, gross. it was gross because it, like it was so gross. It was so <laughs> gross, and I've been driving around with that. So everybody's been looking at that. Everybody behind me in traffic has been staring at that. Now, are you sure that that was somebody like anonymous or that? Well, it be I, one of I'll, your... okay. I'll, right. I'll I'll get to that, but um, but that's so that's what's going on, and and so I get, I get home and I. <laughs> I backed my truck into my driveway and I went inside and I got a knife and I quickly like removed it off there. I mean, it was stuck very well. Did you take a picture of it or anything? <gasps> yes, you have to take a picture. No. You just touched your phone. I know that's your telltale sign that you have it on Maybe your phone. Maybe I already deleted it. Anyway. You did not delete it. Oh my God. Well, yes, because what's going through my mind is all right, do I post something about this? Because our lives, we talk about all the, the random stuff. I mean, we've talked ad nauseum about me getting <laughs> getting robbed in a Burgerville parking lot. But this, for some reason, was worse. This was worse because there's a few few reasons. And the bit, one of the main ones is this. I don't park like an asshole. Like, I don't. Like, I, I meticulously park well. And like in between the lines to where I know exactly how much space, like it's equidistant on each side. So I'm like, I'm perfectly in the middle because I like to get mad at other people who park terribly. Because you feel like you can't be mad at other people if you're doing the shitty parking. No, if you're doing the, if you're doing the shitty parking, then yeah, you don't have the right. But if I'm parked perfectly, then I'm like, I can get mad at the person next to me for parking terribly. Wow. And then I'm, I'm, in, I'm on the high ground at that point because I've done everything within my power to park correctly. So when I go down, when I park in the parking garage... I always I'll back up and do it like three times to make sure I'm like perfectly lined up on each side so there's there's plenty of space. And that way I know that I parked right. Of course. So they if they did it down there, they were wrong. They were wrong to put that on my car down there. And there's a lot of people that park terribly down there. And if that was one of them, oh. 
It makes me mad. So what I did is, you know how I have the... Boy, I'm just laying it all out here today. This is I all stuff it. that I kept to myself that I wasn't going to talk to anyone Let's about. Do it. Well, thank you. And behind the scenes, Greg is stepping up to the plate here because I'm having a particularly stressful day. So he's like, I have this thing that I haven't wanted to talk about. I haven't I told anyone. Anyone. No, you didn't even tell me. I didn't even no, know this happened. I wanted to bury this deep down. So I was... <laughs> because here's how crazy I get with it. So I thought about that. I'm like, okay, well, there's no way. I mean, I parked wrong down there. But also... I have a camera in my car now so that I and it triggers if somebody comes near my truck like and at least from one angle I can see but it's only aimed towards the front. So if somebody were walking around behind and spent time there I would be able to catch him. Sorry I viewed the footage for like the last five weeks previous to that which oh is how long God, the card was. I can was. see you obsessively just sitting there and going through. Because it'll only it'll only go on when it's like when there's some action happening. If somebody walks up to it, it'll go on. So I, I went through it. Could not find it, which means one of two things. One, it was on there longer than that, which that's, I can't even fathom that. I don't think so. Because I don't you've think taken so. a lot of things in and out of the back of your truck. I think right. hopefully you would have maybe noticed that. Maybe, but also when I'm taking things in and out of the back of my truck, I drop the tailgate down and I wouldn't see it. Just an idea. Or it means they came up from behind it, and so I didn't catch it, which that's not an invitation, please. I've already uh, – I'm fixing that now, so I'm going to have a camera in the back there. But um, it means they came up from behind, and they either saw that I had a camera there, and so they purposely voided it, or they just got lucky. Oh, boy. But I didn't catch them. Oh I didn't boy. catch them on camera. And so then I'm thinking, okay, what are the possibilities of this? Knowing that I don't clearly park – of course, like you're like hick. the most perfect parker that's ever existed. Nobody is it parks so- better than you. Right. Is it somebody who was doing this on purpose to get me? Was it Ryan? And Ryan's my instant go-to, which if you've listened to the show long enough, you remember the old roommate wars between roommate Ryan and I, uh, where we both did things to each other's trucks. And so, But that was a long time ago. There's been a, there's been a complete, you know. We've all grown up since then. Uh, no, I think we I all mean, just got. We forgot. We forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, did he do it? And if he did it, I can't let him know that I know. I don't want him to know. I don't want him to have the satisfaction of knowing that of he's knowing caused this big that of a got, reaction. That he, got, that he got this reaction out of me. Because that's what I don't want to have happen. Because if he got that, if he knows, then he, then he wins. Then he wins. And so I'm like, how do I keep this? How do I... How do I just not let him know? I'm like, well, I'll destroy the evidence and I'll just never, ever talk about it. Sure. I will never bring it up ever. Yep. So and I'll keep like, it to myself. I feel like you sound like a little kid who like just crumples up something and like shoves it in his mouth and eats it mm-hmm. just so it like never existed. Yep. It never happened. Mm-hmm. So there's that possibility. And if he did do that, unfortunately now I'm giving him what he wanted. But there's another possibility. Maybe I did something. Maybe it was me. But not in the. Greg. But it still does do not deserve this. So there's a guy that always parks in front of my house, <laughs> and this guy he parks there every night, and he lives like around the corner, and he always parks his car there every night and all weekend long in front of my house, and and it's it's street parking, it's legal. But legal. he has his own driveway and he chooses to park out of his way to park right in front of my, like right in front of my window 
every every night and every weekend. Have you ever seen him actually in the car? Yes, once. Okay. One time I have seen him. I mean, it moves. You know, it'll move back and forth a little bit, but it's it's always this person. And he's got this sticker on his car, and the sticker. This is uh, this is the only reason I don't know his name, other than I don't know who this is, other than I saw him get in one time. But he's got a sticker on the back that says Dennis. So, of course, his name's Dennis. And why? That's all it says. Sorry, it's Dennis like, is out there. Like, Dennis. Like, I mean, it'd be like if I put Greg on the back of my car. His is just Dennis. He just, ever, he just has a sticker named Dennis. Did I ever tell you about my high school boyfriend who, um, he was quite the genius, and for his 18th birthday, he got a tattoo on his back that just said his first name. What was his first name? Chris. <laughs> and it was huge. Okay, I'm sorry. It was like... Probably six inches, six inches, seven inches, and just these giant, because it was the 90s, old English letters, like <laughs> in sublime font, and it just said, Chris. Chris. I'm sorry. No Chris. last name. Look. Just his first name. This is coming from somebody with the name Greg. Names like Greg and Chris don't look badass in old English across someone's back. It just doesn't work. I, I thought he was Chris like, is, he was a bad boy because he had tattoos, but at the same time, I'm like, why would you get your name? How is that a bad boy? He got his own. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're such a bad boy. I know. You have Chris tattooed upon like, your back. muscle cars, but he's like, it seemed like he just really was wanted. Was he trying to alleviate confusion about if anybody he really knew he was a Chris? a tattoo, but he didn't know what to do. So maybe he's like, well, I guess I could do my name. It's Chris with a That's CH, not, not a changing. K. Yeah. Wow. So That's. It was very strange. It was huge. I can't even <laughs> express how big it was. It was just like a. Like kind of added like a light arch, and it just said Chris, like from shoulder blade to shoulder blade. Like, yeah, or actually no, from the like side of back to side of back. Like so, wait, what do you want to get back on? Uh, I want to get Chris. Wasn't your name Chris? Yeah, I want, I want Chris in big letters, and it's got to be old English, and I want it back there. I want it to look kind of like knives coming off of it. Chris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Chris is of the world. You're with the Gregs. It's just not going to look – it's never going to look cool on the back. But um, Chris, if you're listening, you know. So, so all right. So, Where did I even come from so with that? Dennis. Dennis. He's got yes. it. De- Dennis. It's just a little sticker that says. Like, I go out of my way to not put, like, my name on things. Yeah. I don't want people to, like, know. Yeah. I mean, not that I want them to not know, but I don't want to be, like, every stranger to be like, hello, Sarah. Well, and that's the thing. Dennis always parks in front of my house like a jerk. And and so I do get, I do get annoyed by his car, and I have complained about it a few times where I'm like, well, guess who's parked out front again? It's Dennis. It's Dennis. And and it'll be there, and then I just have to look out my window at it all the time. And so, I love how just on his occasion, existence, and he's not taking any spots away from you or anything. No, just that he's existing in a car on the street that's semi near your house. Well, it's weird. It's weird that he's always parked in front of my maybe house. Maybe there's a reason. It is a wide open. Okay, that's maybe I should explain that. My street on the weekends is wide open. There is nobody parked there for blocks on. Either side of the street, there is tons of parking. He chooses out of all that parking where no other cars are to just park in front of my window. That's what it is. There's at least two blocks worth and another side of the street, but he only parks in the one spot in front of my house. That's what, that's what I think it is. Where I'm like, why? What? You have the option that you could park across the street. You could park a block down. You could park a block ahead, closer to where you are. Life is hard, Greg. I'm just explaining. Doesn't isn't that weird? 
I mean, I mean, is that not weird? weird? And I have seen Dennis's car, and he does. Even when there, like, there are no other cars, and for some reason, he parks like directly in front of your house. Yeah, why? It's a little strange. What does Dennis have with me? Maybe he feels safe. But he feels safe with my house? Maybe he thinks that in front of your house is a very safe spot. I mean, I have my particular places that I park my car that I think are safer, like, because there are, like, houses that you don't necessarily want to park in front of. I mean, maybe there's not a bad, there's not bad houses that he can't park. Also, he has his own house. He has his own house with his own driveway. You're sure? Yes, I've seen him, I've seen him there before. So why is he over at my at my house? Now there's Again, a theory is Dennis here. the crazy one in the scenario? It's Dennis. So Stephen just said, "Oh God, I have a neighbor like that." It's because she runs an Airbnb. So is Dennis running some Airbnb? And so it's just like, oh, can't park my car there. Oh, it's on the weekends. So it's on a lot of weeknights. Okay. Still, why directly in front of my door? So anyway, with that in mind, with Dennis. I have on occasion. Oh no! What? Parked my car. Oh, this is why I shouldn't talk about this on the air. I you're will, helping me. You're helping me. I will back my truck up to where Gregory. I might get an inch away from his. From I've never touched his, touched his vehicle. I'm never going to do any damage to anybody's vehicle. But I will back it up to where I'm like an inch or two in front of his bumper. I did do that once. Did it leave him times. enough room to slap a oh, yeah. sticker on the back of your bumper that says you park like a dick? Yes, yes, it would have it would have left enough room just, to do just that. Checking, just checking. But you never park like a dick, is what you've Well, that's okay. He has plenty of room he can back up and get out. And I feel like in that it's justified. It's justified parking. <laughs> Dennis may not look at it the same way. Dennis may think it's being aggressive. But Dennis is the one being aggressive. Dennis is the one parking in front of my place. This is what goes on in my head. It's back and forth. It's just, Have do, you do, left do, him do, notes? No. I haven't left Dennis a note. I'm surprised you haven't left him a note. Yeah. That seems like something you I ha- I'll tell you why I haven't left him a note. I'll do that to random cars if they're, you know, somebody blocks this my driveway. This your residence, yeah. Well, if somebody blocks my driveway, uh, then, yeah, that, then I'll get, then I'll leave a note. But if they're out there every weekend, I mean, they're going to know that I did it. So it's not really going to, Dennis is going to know I left him a note. So then what do you think is going to be the solution to this? I don't know if Dennis put this sticker on there or not. Did you want to ask Dennis? I I can never catch him actually there. Like I've seen him get into his car once. That's it. And Dennis looks exactly like you'd picture Dennis to look. So so it's it's I don't know. I don't know how I would picture Dennis to look. Very Dennisy? Very Dennisy. He just looks like a dentist. And nothing wrong with a dentist. Yeah, we we know many Well, fine I guess I, I would probably have if I explained what he was driving, but I don't want to give away his vehicle. That we, The vehicle would explain it a lot more. It's a very economical choice that he has. And uh, um, they have commercials with hamsters. So anyway, there's... there's Okay. So, uh, so yeah. And if Dennis is listening, Dennis, perhaps I have this all wrong. But it's true. Here's the facts. He parks in front of my house all the time. And there's plenty of other parking. And there's nobody else on the street. But he chooses to park him from my house. And it is weird. And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, you know, maybe I backed up a little close to his bumper. But I never touched it. I never touched it. Legally speaking, I'm 100% fine. So if you ever had the chance that Dennis is outside and you're getting ready to go out to your truck, would you ever ask him, uh, 
A. Did you put a sticker? Did you put a sticker that says no, I park like a duck on my back, Dennis? That's like, how ask it's him why he he parks in front of your house, and then B. If you put a penis sticker on your car. Excuse me. <laughs> Are you Dennis? Hello, hi. Yes, yeah. I'm your neighbor. Did you put a penis? You put sticker a penis on my sticker car? on the back of my truck. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me the truth, Dennis. No, I feel like that would be probably construed as me having the issue. Um, no. Might be how that would work out. No. But um, that's where the mystery is. This is what has happened. This is what I'm trying to figure out. Who did it? Where did they do it? And why did they do it? And I don't know. I don't have the answer to any of that. All I have are my theories. That's it. I have no resolution to this. Who would be your number one suspect? <sighs> the way I've been talking, probably Dennis. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Dennis knows. I'm almost on Dennis's side at this point. If you're backing How? up all the way to How are you on Dennis's side? Well, I mean, I, I I would like an explanation as to why he's parking in front of your house, but I don't feel like Dennis is really doing anything wrong. Legally speaking, no, but neither am I. Neither am I. But if he did put the sticker on your car and he's You know, being... it's like <laughs> it's like in the back of the seat. I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. See? That's kind of what I was doing. Um Yeah, I him or or Ryan, or it's a random, a random person. Or it could just be someone who doesn't like the way you park. But I park so well. Yes. I'm Why sure. how would anyone it's ever have a problem? All the time. How would anyone ever have a problem with how I park? Okay. That's just impossible for me to understand. Anyway, that's where we're at. That's what's going on. That's what I've been holding on to for months. <laughs> Will you please share the sticker? No. No. I kind of it's see quite graphic. Wait, is it like all kinds of detail? Yeah, that's what I said. It's you said it was bulbous. I didn't realize. Like, was... would you like me to go into further detail describing this sure. picture of a penis? Yes. Um. Really? That's what you want? You asked, and I said yes. Yeah, I didn't really expect you to say yes. All right, I gotta go back through and find it here. I'm pretty sure I took it, unless I did angrily d- delete it. I don't think I did. No, that seems like something you would hold on to for evidence. It's kind of what was going through my head. No, that's it. exactly what you would yeah. do. Because you'd be like, oh, if I ever catch anybody trying to do this again, then you can like, compare your picture that you have <laughs> from the previous offense. And then. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. I'll see if I can find it. Okay. All right. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, I want to thank everybody who sent this to me. I think this they have this job every year. However, I still do want it every year, and it's called the Hallmark Dream Job, where it offers people to watch, uh, to pay, um, to make $1,000 to watch 24 Christmas movies in a row. 24 Hallmark, Hallmark Christmas movies. 24 Craig, Hallmark right. Christmas movies. I think you could do that. The actual sticker, really quick, now that I look at it closer in my rage, I didn't uh, quite ascertain it. says, quick par- quit parking like a dick, and it's a drawing of a penis behind a steering wheel. Can you please show it to the class? Yeah, I can't. Ew. Yeah. That's pretty gross. Yep. All right. All right. Well, anyway, on the opposite end of that. 24 yes. Hallmark movies. Yes. Hallmark Dream Job. I think our friend Jacob would probably want to do this. I could see him doing Jacob, it. Jacob, Big Jake, loves his Hallmark movies. Yeah. Uh, so a website is now offering a dream job for a holiday-loving person looking to make $1,000 to watch 24 Hallmark Christmas movies. Dude, I could just make $1,000 just like basically at my Dylan family Christmas. You are losing money I by not doing I am losing this. money right yeah. now from not getting this job. Yep. 
so they said that the winning Hallmark Dream Job applicant will receive $1,000, a streaming service subscription to Hallmark. What? And a movie watching kit including cookies, cocoa, a mini Christmas tree, and some Hallmark merchandise. A movie watching kit. Yes, which I don't think that's an accurate lifetime movie, or excuse me, Hallmark movie watching kit if it doesn't include like wine. Probably need some for twenty four hours worth of wine though to watch these. I mean, like probably toward the tail end. Like start with the cocoa end with the wine. Okay, I'll see. Be too sleepy at the beginning. Yeah. Yes. So they're looking for the lover of all things Christmas, G-rated rom-coms. I can't wait till the day after Thanksgiving when I can actually start watching all the Christmas movies. Because I wait. You have to wait. Do you wait for the day after Thanksgiving to do to what? celebrate anything Christmassy? Yeah, I don't. I don't even do it after the day after Thanksgiving. I. I'm sorry. I forgot you were dead inside. Thanks for the talk. Um, I do all, my shopping a week before. All things Christmas, G-rated rom coms, and too close to home family dramas. So you're required to watch 24 Hallmark Christmas movies in 12 days. Are you kidding me? Give me four, four days. Four days. You're gonna watch 24 movies. Yeah, they're like roughly like a, if you take out all of the ridiculous commercials, they're roughly like an hour and 20 minutes apiece. <laughs> Yeah, and then between doing things, because you know the plot, like, as soon as it's starting. Like, it's usually, like... Submit for it. It depends if it's, like, if, if it's a woman, it's going to be, a you know, a girl who lives in the big city, and then, but she's, like, kind of losing her way, and then, like, she's trying to... She's in love with the hometown guy? No, 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 but she doesn't know the hometown guy yet, and then she goes home for Christmas, but she's, you know, very corporate and very busy, and then she goes oh. back, and then she either bumps into a bumpkin that she did or did not have a past uh-huh. relationship with, or... Boy, it looks like you're doing real good in the city. Usually, We're just all proud of you, And he usually runs, Ashley. like, a Christmas tree farm... Or he runs the small diner uh-huh. that's in town, or he runs a business that's in um, that's in fear of closing. And then at some the point Christmas he tells season. her, "I sat behind you in science class for four years, and no. I never got was brave enough to talk to you." He always has a dog. Oh, okay, some sort of dog uh-huh. that is like just as that best runs friend. away, and he then has they have a to truck. Get... Okay. He has a truck. And then, uh, you know, throughout that, you know, it goes back and forth because she's struggling because she has this high-powered career. But then she fi- discovers the real meaning of Christmas, and she finds true love. And then the third act starts, and she's like, but I don't know if I should go back to the city and or I should stay here with my love. And then, like, then she decides to use all of her big city Wait. skills to host some sort of sale to try and save the business from going under. Wait, but then at some point, does somebody from the big city call, we need you here now. This deal has got to go through. You need to come back. Forget about the small town. Yes. And then her, come and, back to New York now. And there will also and be somebody, decide. Uh, like 50%, if not like 70% of the time, she'll have a high-powered uh, like attorney boyfriend in New York who's been cheating on her. And mm. then you can kind of tell that they aren't really connecting the way her and little tree boy are. Okay. Yeah. And then they fall in loving love. Right. And then it all sprinkles, and then like the you know the old guy in in town who is either the homeless man in town, but he's not like you know scary what? homeless. He's just like the quirky one. He's just like sad and has his secrets. And then he'll be like, "We just, all discovered that it's just true. a quirky homeless guy." Yeah. Oh, don't worry about him. No, they'll be like, "Oh, that's old Jim. That's old Jimbo. You know, he yeah. just likes to hang out over there." And but then Jimbo like tells that's really kind of mean. Oh, that's just oh, old yeah. Jimbo. No, that's, don't worry about that's him. He's harmless. Do. We're not going to help him. And then but, usually maybe they'll have him, um, you know, smiling with like a tear in his eye dressed as Santa Claus at the end. And it'll be like, God bless our suffering one. And then they kiss under a mistletoe. When they give him a sandwich at the end and that's like the big yeah, thing that they do for him. the thing, yeah. And then like everyone sings like, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Wow. And then the dog is like wearing like a Santa hat. All these people sound terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm on Jim's anyway, side. Uh, so the person uh, who is picked will be called upon to document their Christmas movie binge on social media. We want you to have lots of opinions on them. Ooh. 
I would I could totally do this. Think Grumpy Grandpa turned Jolly Santa was a little overdone? Feel like the plot wasn't what you wanted it to be? Be as honest as possible. Interested movie lovers are encouraged to apply online and prepare a short video explaining why they would be the ideal candidate. Should I? I think yes, I you think 100% I should. should. I think there's no question on that. I, I think that thought, it, thought that was already decided. Oh, my God. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I will. I'm feeling just as, like, broken right now. Like, I'm just going to do it. I'm mm-hmm. just going to do it. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. I'll skip that one until tomorrow. Yeah. Um, all right. And finally, here's another dream of mine. A renowned sculptor by the name of Sarah said that it took her four days to carve a 3,000-pound wheel of cheese into the likeness of her favorite Iowa wrestling icon. So Sarah- Wait, who's the Iowa wrestling icon? I'm so glad that you asked me. So this young lady's name is Sarah Kaufman, known professionally as the Cheese Lady. She's Sarah with an H and known as the Cheese Lady. I'm kind of jealous. Uh, she says it took her four days and a total of about 40 hours to craft a wheel of Wisconsin white cheddar into a sculpture of Dan Gable. Dan who's an Olympic Gable. gold medalist who oh, won Oh, that kind of wrestling. I know, not like the, the fun. I mean, okay. I'm sure that's fun. Uh, who won the 118 wrestling matches during his college career before becoming a renowned coach. Sarah carved the sculpture, um, and the carving attempt was attended by dignitaries. What are cheese dignitaries? I want to I be a know. cheese dignitary. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect job for you, though. Yeah, I know. So the sculpture is being broken up. Did you up. hear the cheese dignitaries are going to be here today? I want to get be on the cheese dignitary Everyone, council. clean it up before the dignitary gets here. Well, the sculpture is being broken up and sold with $1 from each purchase going toward the National, uh, National Wrestling Hall of Fame, Dan Gable Museum. Oh, he has his own museum. So he is a good, a big wrestling deal. Yeah. Yes. So, um... If I think you, wrestling's really big in Iowa, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it, it seems like it because this woman just spent 40 hours with 3,000 pounds of cheese carving a wrestler into it. So, Sarah the Cheese Big Lady. Fan. Huge fan. All right. Well, I'll do that for now. That, my friends, is your world too crazy. Crazy. All right. I'm seriously applying for that Hallmark thing. Like, I think you absolutely should. Yes. I was going to say, you know what else is crazy? Sarah. What? I'm, I'm waiting for you to say. Do you yes. know what else is crazy? What, Greg? How awesome Black's Pest Services is. Christ. Black's Pest Services is a fine sponsor of Fun Appointment Radio. We do love them. Uh, they seriously are amazing. Blackspestservices.com. Um, you've heard them on the show. They've been some of our favorite episodes. They're probably about due for another round of Black's Pest Services on the show, I believe. Yes. Yeah. No, I'd be talking to Derek about that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Um, but I want to remind everybody, their phone number is 503-723-7957. It's blackspestservices.com. Whether you own a home, you rent a home, you own commercial property, rent commercial property, whatever it is, Black's Pest Services can help you out. And they will come and inspect your property, let you know if you have problems you didn't know about, or maybe you have some mice that are trying to get in in the winter. They can come out and take care of that, whatever the case may be. They can solve it's that. It's cold outside and it's warm inside. So make sure that you have a blockade so that they can't get in. Yes, set up the blockade yes. with Black's Pest Services. Mm. So uh, go there now, blackspestservices.com. All right. And then really quick, I know uh, we have to get out of here, but we want to make sure that we once again say thank you to everyone who came out to the Fun Employment Radio 10-year anniversary party. And here in studio, we <laughs> talked about him uh, before, and now he's here. Simon from the UK. Hello, Simon. Hello. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for having me. This has been an awesome time getting to hang out with you. We went out on Saturday night. Well, 
We it went to really a karaoke cool. bar. We did. That did was you? Awesome. Yeah. Did you, so Greg? You didn't sing, did you? <laughs> no, because the line was too long. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got to sing. You did. Yeah. Yes. But that was so fun, and thank you for coming into town. Like Simon's awesome. He has this dry sense of humor that I'm just like, does he hate me? Does he not? I can't <laughs> tell the no, thank you guys for having me very much. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, we, we just appreciate it. Especially the party on Friday night. That was absolutely awesome. Good. Thank you for organizing it. Oh, hell yeah. And all the effort that goes into that must be horrendous. Yeah. But you know, definitely. But it's worth, worth it. Worth it. <laughs> worth, <laughs> worth, worth spending 10 hours on a plane to come here to see it. Oh Man, my gosh. thank you so, so much. Thanks, guys, very so much. How much longer are you going to be in Portland? I'm in here for the rest of the week, basically. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, and you're going to go to the coast. Go to the coast, go up the river. You know, perfect. Did you figure out where on the coast you were going to go? Seaside. Nice. Perfect. Oh, you're going to have such a magical time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Well, go go to the bridge tender. That's my recommendation for seaside. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. And it's go to the roundabout and go on the beach. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. All of it. Well, just seriously, thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I mean, it meant the world to us. Like as soon as we heard that Simon was coming across the pond, when he looked at me, he's like, "Don't." Don't say that. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little bit worried about whose British accent I'm picking up. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're a British, it's British Australian. Yes, I've only been in the UK for eight years. Okay, so, so you have like I'm a. Just, mat- I'm just starting to pick up the accent. I'm just worried that it's word of crazy accent. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's all right. Sarah, well, mine's yeah. very authentic, so you'll Sarah, totally be Sarah, you should say something in your British accent, Sarah. He- I don't know what I should say. Hello. I hope... I wish that I was the one that covered a giant... We- no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That was worth it. <laughs> I want to learn how to carve a giant wheel of cheese. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> all right. Well, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And thank you to everyone. Uh, for listening to the show wherever you are we just really appreciate it and this has been a really fun few days and uh, over the next couple of weeks or maybe a few days that we have off because well Sarah's I'll I'll leave that to you to say what you're going to be doing Sarah has a very horrid trip she has to take for well, like three days. Well, don't say it like that because it sounds like that's, it is an actual. No, yeah, it's I'm being I'm facetious. A, I think it's pretty clear the sarcasm in my I voice over that. I have a pretty surprisingly awesome trip that just kind of came up out of nowhere in two yeah. weeks. Yep, so so some different things. But we'll be here all the rest of this week and, uh, and of course, the first part of next week, too. And, and tomorrow. Um, we'll be here tomorrow. That's what I said. Yeah. Well, I said the rest of this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I guess that doesn't include tomorrow. Then we'll, we'll work in there. Okay. Either way, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, thanks for supporting. And, yeah, I can't think of what else we were. Oh, happy birthday to Sam Slaughter. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Sam. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Stuck up. Bye.